tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person any time, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate but not with 80 acres farms their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days not weeks they stay fresher for longer in your fridge my salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, now, you know what? We said this podcast was about, I don't know, 90% things that weren't sports, 10% sports. Well, this is a time where it's 10% sports because it's March, baby. You and I, the other night, were together watching so much fun. We had some margs. We had a lot of margs. We were doing cameos. This one's a a beast, by the way. If you ever want to call Erin on cameo, she leaves that thing on. She left her cameo call on. She goes, I'm running to the bathroom. (laughs) I'll be right back. I go, oh my God, what do I do if they call? She's like, just wait, I'll be right back. I'm like, I felt like it was Audrey in Christmas vacation where they're like, oh, and dad said I was going to the bathroom. But we were together because we were watching the tournament. Aaron, you and I both had teams in the tournament. Your team's always in the tournament. I went to UCSB, go Gauchos. So I'm not really there a lot. So I get really excited. I ate shit on that bet because they lost to Creighton in the last minute. You also didn't fare very well. What happened to your squad? Well, before we get to that upset. Let's talk about, was that Friday night? Yeah, that was Friday night. Great night. We, we start, well, afternoon, we started putting on the games. We popped a couple beers and we were like, we're, we're going to make this was, it was a fun day. It kind of felt like the old times, you know, but then it all came to a crashing halt when we got home and you saw that Syracuse upset. Who did they upset? Oh, I'm looking at it. It was, it was a like long San weekend. Diego State. San Diego State, I had in my final four. Why? Because I was willing to take chances. Unlike you, who just wants the safe bet, I take chances, Aaron. My final four is embarrassing if I look at it now. Two of my teams are out. Now Kansas is out because they ate shit to USC. But uh, yeah, it wasn't good. I was in a real state. So then I just kept chugging the cocktails. I'm sitting here looking at the brackets as we speak. That's right. And what did you say when you got so mad that you had your sixth seed going to the final four? I said, dude, it's Jim Beheim. You're not betting against Jim Beheim. And hold on, because I can't get enough of this story. Buddy Beheim, his <gasps> son. I mean, I was adorable. Because when I covered when I covered college hoops, he was a nugget. And, Aww. you know, somebody said it perfectly. Jim Beheim, yeah, was is in his seven 
70s. And they said, you know, would Jim Beheim think in 20 years ago, he'd still be in his 70s, still coaching at Syracuse. And his son, Buddy, is like, you know, like totally leading him down the path here in the tournament. It's freaking awesome. I love the Loyola story. I felt bad for mm-hmm. Illinois. Hello, Big Ten. What happened there? <gasps> and then, yes, what happened to the Florida Gators. I got cocky. I'll be honest. I got cocky. (laughs) I have my superstitions and I'm sitting here looking at this bracket. I was really nervous about the whole thing. Florida's been through so much. They have been through so much this year, but I started feeling good about it. Second half felt good. Had some of my, um, my girlfriends over who were all in the same bubble. We're being safe. And then we went to dinner. And next thing I know, I looked over and I said, oh my God, they lost. And my other girlfriend, Jackie, who loves a good bet situation, she looked and said, no, they didn't. They ruined my night. Ugh. Ruined my night. I was sad. I, I feel bad for the Gators, but great story for Oral Roberts, number 15, upsetting a seven seed. This thing Dude. has been insane. How about this, Aaron? The Sweet 16 has four teams that are double-digit seeds. That's awesome. That's what this thing is all about. I was sad UCSB, like I had mentioned, that I was excited they were in the tournament because, well, they're not there a lot. And we don't have a football team and we don't really have a lot of our soccer team used to be pretty decent. But when you get to the tournament and they were like panning to like the coach's wife in the stands and she was celebrating and then two seconds left on the clock and they end up losing to Creighton. But anyways, Cinderella stories, you've got Loyola Chicago in there. Um, You've got Oregon State in there. So there's a lot of stories, but this is where I, this is where I, again, when you, as a gambler, if you lose money, because I told you scared money, don't make money. If you get down, you got to start chasing. Now, again, if you have what a gambling problem, what does that mean? Call a 1-800 number. I am not here to give disclaimers. Don't spend money you don't have. That's another one of my Whoa. rules. You start chasing, meaning like, you know that you're in the red. So you like double down on things. So okay. for me, I'm now going, this is what I'm looking at. You're looking at brackets. I'm looking at spreads, sister. This is the difference between you and I. So Gonzaga, uh, easy money against Creighton because they're a double digit favorite, meaning that they're going to win by 10 plus points or more, according to okay. the Vegas odds makers. Also, Arkansas and Oral Roberts. That's the only two games that have a double digit spread. All the other games are six and a half points or less. What does that mean? It means that your team has to win by at least seven points. I lost you. I lost you. I, I lost her. It's too many numbers. It blows my mind how Joe Blow off the street can handle all that information. I'm pretty good with numbers, but like, <laughs> I think I'm, I don't think I'm that dumb, but there's a lot of people. Sis, it's that, not, it's, no, it's not even hard. All, that? all you're it's saying hard. is whatever team has the negative six and a half is the better team. So they have to give up six and a half points to make it even. Everyone has to start Why at is zero. It six and a half. Well, it just depends on like how good the team is. That's why I'm saying like if you, okay, for example, like if you and I were going to gamble, I would say put your money on Gonzaga. You're not going to make as much money because they're a greater favorite against Creighton. It doesn't matter. For those of you that do like gambling, go ahead and just request me on Cameo and we'll talk about it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. I got hey. you. I just can tell you who I think is going to win or lose. Why don't they have something like that? It's like that game in Vegas where I can go red or black. You can do that. You can gamble like that. You don't have to bet on the spread. Yeah. I'll teach you how to do that. Next yeah. time we're together, we'll get our cameos live from the bathroom, from the kitchen, wherever we are. We do not discriminate. And we will no. teach the viewers at home how to gamble but with you as our subject. Okay? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, settle in because this is a day that Aaron Andrews has waited 30, what? 
eight years for? I'm so bad at math. Carry the one. Well, it, that would two. mean you were 12. So I yep. think that, right? Mm-hmm. How old? We know you're 42. Yeah, right. God, yeah. Whatever. Tom Brady's 43. He makes it look good. Anyways, you've waited a long time for this day because, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron gets to interview her adolescent crush, Jonathan Knight. Dun, dun, dun. Step five. Don't you know that the time has arrived? Full disclosure, I was an instinct gal. I'm a few years behind you, but it doesn't mean that I don't have love and respect for new kids on the block. I know that you also had what, like the bed, you had the comforter and the pillows. It was a whole thing. And like there's a jean jacket and buttons. Please, for those listening that aren't as familiar with new kids, can you please explain what this whole deal was about and why was new kids such a big deal? I don't know. They were just my... I mean, I like the monkeys because they were on Nickelodeon. The monkeys. Hey, hey. Davy Jones, so cute. On the, Was he on the drums? I don't remember. Remind me to tell you after you're done with this, a story about the monkeys. Okay, go. I love that. Um, so no, they just... I mean, they exploded on the scene in the 80s and the 90s, and that was my time. And I love them. My sister was a Donnie fan. I always loved John and I had every big bopper magazine, every star beat, tiger beat. My walls were a mess. There was that moment where they said he was dating Tiffany. I was heartbroken. I was like, if he starts dating Debbie Gibson, I'm going to lose my mind. But I just love them. And then um, I got to go to my first concert. I think I was in sixth grade, seventh grade. Um, my mom was a dream and allowed us to go. My dad didn't go that night. He probably enjoyed the off night, but Kendra and I went, we made huge glitter signs. I love John, Donnie, I love you. Like things like that. What was it about John? What was, you know, cause Tall, there's a lot to choose from. Handsome. Yeah. Yes. He wasn't really like, I mean, I, you know, the, the two, the three stars were kind of like Donnie, his brother, Jordan and Joey and John. I don't know. I just, I loved him. I loved him. And he was so cute. And he had a dog named Nico. And uh, yeah, I was <laughs> And just his upset. favorite color was blue. I and... don't remember. Well, it seems like that's the only thing you don't remember about him. So you loved him. I was obsessed. Yep. It was a good time. But I, I used to look at our vacation videos, like the VHS tapes where my dad was taking. And like, I would just ruin the whole vacation because I would just be like, are you going to let me go to the new kids on the ball concert? <laughs> yes or no? Like, I was just an <laughs> asshole. So, um, yes, well, today is a big day. I have talked about him publicly before. And, um, you know, like there's been a random tweet there by me or by him. But this is the first time we have spoken and I am losing my mind. I'm so excited. How are you feeling right now? I know that you were just talking to your other girl, uh, Megan, and yep. your sister and all the girls that like share this same enthusiasm, which I'm sorry. I mean, not, not, of course, I like New Kids on the Block. But I don't have the same enthusiasm that you do. So I, I feel bad. But what is this emotion that you're feeling right now? It's probably how most people feel before an interview with Tom Brady or if they ever got a chance to do that. Yeah. I mean, I literally, it's like a tight chest situation. My face feels hot. My husband came over before this to just see how I was, you know, doing. (laughs) Um, And, you know, he doesn't get it. So my girlfriend said, just pretend it's Shania Twain, Jarrett. Like, get it, you know, go with the flow here. But yeah, like, I'm good. I just... I think it's like, it, honestly, it's like me sitting down with Larry Bird or me sitting mm-hmm. down with anyone that I cheered for as a kid, Brett Favre. Like, this is my childhood. This is what I remember. This was like my happiness. I used to literally, this is embarrassing, get in fights with my dad that new kids were way better than the Beatles. And he doesn't know what he's talking about because my dad was <laughs> obsessed with the Beatles. 
I was an idiot. But I mean, it was a fun, fun time for my sister and myself. My very first dance recital routine in jazz was to the right stuff. Dun, dun, pot of Do you know, you're as a dancer, how dun, many of the, da- dun, dun, and Kendra, your sister's also a dancer. Do you know all the dancers? The right I mean, stuff. it looks like you from the waist up, you still got it. Yeah, hanging tough. Well, thanks. The waist down is always, you know, my, my problem spot. <laughs> Stupid. Stand up and give us a little something. Now, um, for those of you at YouTube for on YouTube, uh bonus coverage. Well, yeah. I'm excited for you. What were you? So you were in sync. Were you a Justin, a JC? I was all Justin all oh, day. Yeah. So I mean, given that you guys have a very close relationship, you're how I I'm how you are going to be with Jonathan. That's yeah. how I would be with Justin. Did everyone follow along on a diorama? What was have that you met JT? I have, but like in a very like peripheral way. It was like yeah. in a group of, you know, one of those where mm-hmm. he would never remember me. But yeah, that's how I would feel. Yeah, big NSYNC fan. I went to an NSYNC concert with my girlfriend, Annie Brady and Allison Waite. And we drove down to Tacoma, which was like two and a half hours away from Seattle. And we may or may not have been underage drinking. So Whoa. then we had to spend the night responsible because we are in Annie Brady's red Jeep in the back of the Jeep. And then our parents were all upset and then knew we were drinking, but then said you made a good choice. And all of that was because we were really excited to see NSYNC. Favorite NSYNC song? I mean, Bye Bye Bye. It was just like the like. It's so good. I mean, it still works. But my first ever, so New Kids was your first concert, right? Yes, yes. My first concert was Brooks and Dunn. Oh, good. Wait for it. Guess who opened for them? This is how I'm dating myself now. I, I don't even know. Faith Hill. Faith <gasps> Shut Hill up. was the opening act for Brooks and Dunn. I went with my friend Katie Cooper and I was so excited. I got to go to a concert. But yeah. So she I, must I have been it. just starting on the scene, right? Oh, what, yeah. what was I mean, her she, first? Um, uh, hold on. It was not mm, this kiss. Um, no. Break it. Break another little piece of piece my heart, of my heart now, now, baby. baby. Yeah. God, she was great. Yeah. Faith, please come on the podcast. We die for you. No, baby. And now I want to sing the whole song. Oh, God, she's so hot. So hot. So that's a great concert. Who'd you go with? My friend Katie Cooper. And um, why I'm, I'm having, like, I'm going down memory lane with that whole thing is because, like, that's right when she was getting together with Tim. So cute. And then that became a thing. And mm-hmm. dun, dun, dun. God, what a couple. So. My love for Faith Hill, Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts. Those are yes. all the same people that, like, I, I can try to understand your emotion right now. So, big day for you. Huge. We're going to interview Jonathan Knight. We're also going to interview his wonderful co-host. Her name's Christina Creston. She is an interior designer and on the show with him that he's now on, which is called Farmhouse Fixer. If you guys haven't seen it, it's adorable. And it's on HGTV. Talk about, you know, the multiple lives of Jonathan Knight. He now is redoing old farmhouses. So it's super cool as someone, of course, who has an affinity for design. I can't wait to talk to them about those things and... For you, just to see you happy. I know. I love the show. I was watching it, and it was kind of an interesting thing. You know, my first crush, and I'm trying to watch it, and I watched it one night where Jarrett was gone. It's not like I felt like I was cheating on him or anything, but, like, he was working a game, and I was like, this is my time to go back to my sixth, seventh grade self and watch this farmhouse fixer with Jonathan and Christina and and be by myself with Howie and all that. So... He came home and the new episode was out 
the other day and I was watching it and he, he walked in the door and he was asking me all these questions. He's like, is this your new kids guy? I'm like, yes, this is him. Does when he realize how interview? extensive the crush is? Sorry. He does. Object, and okay. that's why I feel like he was trying to get on my last nerve because he was asking me all these questions. He's like, well, when's the interview? And I said, well, it was this date, but then it got, you know, moved over this day. Well, when? And I was like, I'm not sorry to be rude, but would you like me to go upstairs? Because I'm trying to watch this and I'm trying to finish this. And you're asking me a lot of questions. And he's like, sorry. And I just felt like I, I was trying to have a minute, you know, with yeah, Jonathan. with your childhood crush, Jared. Exactly. Guess That's what you're asking. You get my whole life. Take my whole life, too. Isn't that a Faith Hill song? <laughs> Somebody's song. You get the rest of your life with me. Can't you give I me know. two hours to watch two episodes of Farmhouse Fixer? Is it too much to ask? Jarrett, it's all I want. He gave it to me. He was very excited for today. Very excited. He's so cute. I know that he was just calling you to make sure you were okay before this interview. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, look, as somebody who makes a living interviewing people, you and I, I can really appreciate that this is like nerve wracking for you. And I bet yeah. you that makes a lot of people listening feel better too, knowing that you still get nervous. To, to interview people. So I'm very excited. You're the one that actually made this happen by sliding Woo. into DMs. We'll Here get to that. that. used to be my move. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, can we get to it? I'm ready. Can we go talk to him now? Without further ado, Kay. get the opening act, us off the stage. The main event is here. Jonathan Knight and Christina Creston coming up right after this. Aaron, go to the bathroom. Listen up, everybody, if you want to take a chance. Do, 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 do. Just get on the floor and do the new kids dance. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It is the moment that Erin has waited for her entire life. It is a pleasure to be joined now with Jonathan. Call him whatever you want. John Knight, he says. Uh, and Christina Creston, the stars, of course, of Farmhouse Fixer. I'm wearing my overalls. Erin is... I, this might be the first time I've heard Erin not say much because she's so nervous to be talking to you both. Erin? So in your show, Farmhouse Fixer, which I die for, by the way, guys, John, you know, when you were getting ready to paint the fireplace, the brick fireplace, or when Christina recommended you paint the stairwell and you thought you were going to cry or crap your pants or freak out <laughs> like this is this is me right now. I was watching you do this and I was like, this is going to be me. This is going to be me on the podcast. Um, I'm losing my mind. Thank you so much. I know that we've kind of talked over Twitter, Instagram, when I've dropped hints on Dancing with the Stars that, you know, New Kids was my life growing up and you were my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm freaking out. Thank you guys for making this wish come true. Christina, what was your reaction when you found out you were going to do a show with the Jonathan Knight? We'll just talk about you like you weren't here, John. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so this guy, Jonathan. Uh, so one, it was my first concert when I was 12. So we'll just like couch this with like a, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> my grandfather pulled some favors to get the tickets too. So it was like a really big deal. But we met over an architecture project of his when I was a fresh out of college designer. So like we've known each other for years at this point. So this this yes. isn't new. But when he popped up being like, there's the show, there's this thing. I'm like, mm -hmm, OK, <laughs> I love it. Jonathan, um, you know, Aaron's reaction, Christina's reaction, mine is one of many that yeah. you get. Um, so I can't wait to get into some of the stories of fandom. I'm a huge fan as an aspiring designer of you, Christina, and you, Jonathan, as well. This show is incredible for so many reasons. First of all, doing a little bit more research on you, Jonathan, aside from the obvious new kids on the block thing, uh, that whole thing. thing. That thing. Jeez. <laughs> Squash my you know, childhood, honest, Carissa. I went to an NSYNC concert before I went to a You're new kids so on the block concert. So, you know, I'm just saying that. We're an equal opportunity band employer over here. <laughs> um, but I wanted to see, get from you sort of when you knew that this is something that you wanted to do. You'd take an architecture class, right, at some point? No. Oh, um, I, I mean, I went say. to art school, uh, the Trotter, actually all the new kids. It was, it was an art school. But I think my love of it really just came from growing up in a really historic neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, my dad was a, a contractor. My mother, she loves old houses. And my mom would put me in the car and we would just drive around the neighborhood looking at like all these cool old houses. And it started at a really, really young age. And actually it's funny because last night, me and my brother, my mother just dropped off all our childhood stuff. So we're going through it. And a lot of the drawings and a lot of like the poems and stuff I did as kids, it referenced farms, tractors, Aww all this mm -hmm. stuff. And, um, you know, we had a, we had a really big lot in my hometown of Dorchester and we had a barn out back. 
So at 12 years old, we had goats, we had chickens, pigeons, uh, and even a pony. And we kept it just tied up to a tree on the front yard. <laughs> my, my love of, of old houses and farming started at, at a very young age. You live my dream life. A <laughs> pony in the front yard. Yes. I'm like, where's He's- a pony attached to a tree? Come on yeah. He's sitting there telling stories about his childhood, and I'm sitting here going, uh-huh, uh-huh, I read that in The Big Bopper. I read that in Starbeat. I mean, I feel like I know your entire family. Um, it, it, with the fangirling that's going on, in, and I was over your show, too. It was great. I was even texting some of my girlfriends about your show. Who's crazier, the Christina and the Aaron Andrews of the world at in their 40s <laughs> of the fans, or were we crazier back in the day in the 80s and 90s? Good question. Thank you. No, definitely everybody's grown up. And um, I mean, actually, like, yeah, when we were kids, we couldn't go outside. We couldn't, you know, when I used to leave my house, my brother, my older brother would put me in the trunk of the car and <laughs> drop me off at my friend's house just so people wouldn't follow us. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think now that we're all in our 40s and me almost 53, wow. Uh, <laughs> you look great. What is your night cream? Because it's working. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's so nice now just to be able to, you know, associate with fans and, and really have a conversation and not just have yeah. them you know, ah, I want at you. Can you imagine the fandom, obviously, that you went through, um, you know, coming up through this business, but there wasn't social media. No. no. There wasn't any of that. Like, I I mean, I imagine that you have to sympathize to yeah. a certain degree with celebrities in this day and age. Kid stars. I would never want to grow up as a celebrity in this age. I mean, yeah. I know the stuff that we were doing behind the scenes that New Kids fans didn't know mm. about the media. Okay, like what, do John? tell. Come on, John. <laughs> we're in our 40s now. Let's go. <laughs> um, you Give know, me a sliver. Um, Anything no. fun? <laughs> Good for you, though. You know what? Good for you for doing it all. Good for you. you maintain that, 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 that image. So. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Keep it a fairy tale in the back. Christina um, and I are doing the got, opposite. I know. We're, we're just obliterating any sort of image we had in people's <laughs> minds. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's just you, you kids, young stars today, they can't go anywhere without being filmed or caught mm-hmm. or being called out on stuff. And, you know, we were 18, 17, whatever. We were doing no different things than any 17 or 18 year old was doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that kids now have to live under an even greater microscope. Yeah. Christina, do you, after you're done, like ripping out beams and flooring with this guy, do you guys toss back a couple cocktails and you're like, come on, just give me some I juicy bits. I don't know what's bits. happening right now. Okay, oh, I love some- you. Are, are you uh, having a cocktail? Cause I'm about to get I, up and get one. If you uh, are. I'll, I'll, I'll share some show there. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't know what's coming, but I, I love am drinking a, a dry rosé um, spider right now. Feed yeah. him more, <laughs> Christina. I, I, I loved her before she said that. Yeah. No, and we, we've had some moments like, you know, after filming, um, then we had a little downtime. We, we'd have a few glasses of wine and start filming again. And, oh, my God. The scene the- that got cut last week. <laughs> we have the best scene, and we were so much fun. There might have been a vodka tonic involved beforehand. Oh. My and people. We had a blast and they cut that scene. I'm like, are yeah. we too tipsy? Like, <laughs> just it was one drink. 
But it was a long, humid day. We were exhausted. We had fun. I'm going to say we sparkled on camera, but maybe not. I love that. I'm all for the sparkle. A slight perspiration on the brow never hurt anybody. You mm-hmm. guys, so Aaron alluded to it. You know, you're, John, you're all about keeping the integrity of the farmhouse, the infamous staircase. Um, I love what you did with the cowbells, you know, a yes. nod to what that farmhouse used to be. So how do you guys work in, you know, together in that, where it's like you want to keep the integrity, but obviously, Christina, you want to bring in more of a modern design. You guys seem like you have a great relationship on and off camera. Um, so how does that work? I feel like the blue staircase is going to go down in infamy about like the grand, (laughs) which it really was a grand debate. Like, I think I told you for the first time about wanting to paint it blue literally on camera. (laughs) So that was a candid moment. I'm like, oh, I already picked blue. But for camera, I had to be like, I'm thinking blue. Um, I just I love how they focused on that and made it dramatic. Um, Yeah. um, We, you know, when she was fresh out of college, I think I was. 30 she was 20 um and we started working on my house like eight houses ago and um she pulled up to my house in this pickup truck you know christina's what five i'm eight? 60 inches okay <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's adorable so you're half running a basketball back. hoop Got yes. it. you're almost there so she jumped out of this big pickup truck and just was this ball of energy and was was not afraid to um you know, create these ideas that I wanted in my house. Like she didn't look at me like I was crazy. She was like, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll figure it out. So you want ebony floors that are glossy? Sure, that's not going to show it <laughs> Exactly. Fine. So you guys go back a long ways then? Uh, 2000. We're, we're trying to figure this out. Maybe 2003. That's amazing. Yeah, I think just about as long as I go back with my husband. <laughs> Both relationships seem to be thriving. Thriving. I at his house too, but he was not my husband then, right? So I will also commend my wonderful co-host and great friend. Erin is really holding back all the questions she really has for you, Jonathan. I know. She's it's trying fine. to be professional. Mm-hmm. But um, come on, E, here's your chance. She's been waiting. By the way, you should see the text chain that we have with our wonderful producer and all of our guys on this podcast. She was like losing her mind when yeah. we were about to come on. It's like a Tom Brady moment for me. Sorry, TB. You know I love you. But I mean, I just said, you guys think I get nervous with Tom, like I'm losing it. Look, I was trying to find a way to weave in my last question that I had about new kids. I mean, I have 7,000, but this is the only one I had. Um, I can't, I can't even decorate a console for the life of me. And now I'll transition to this one. Um, Just you guys talked about social media. And that they're what, you know, you don't get DMs or the tweets and all that stuff, even though I did DM you. My husband knows. (laughs) What was it like back in the day getting the girls backstage? Was it really what I dreamt about in, you know, seventh grade when my mom took me and we were in 11th row and I had a poster for you? Was it like Biscuit sees you and points at you and brings you backstage? Or like, how did it go down? Because Carissa and I know how, you know, people do it now with the old DMs and the tweets and all that business. But come on, how did chicks get backstage? Mm. A lot of it was um, like radio contest winners or... I tried. Whoever knew somebody. <laughs> yeah. Aaron just said I tried. I did. did. You, call in? you probably would. But Aaron, the good thing is now you have all access backstage anytime you want. <sighs> now you have my information and you can just call I, I me. I did. Like, I do. Oh, I'm coming to the concert tonight with eight of my girlfriends. So, side note, Christina, I slipped into his DMs. I was like, you know, I knew your show was on. I follow you on Instagram, obviously, you know, through Dancing with the Stars, we've talked and so forth. And I was like, I want to see if he can come on. So I just said to Chris and my husband, 
I'm going to send a DM. Like, I'm going to do what these crazy broads do. Like, I'm sending it. You were so lovely. Fangirl, you wrote back. My sister, who was a Donnie girl, died. And I was like, I, I can't write him back right away. Like, it's been five days. And she's like, "What? this isn't like how to lose a guy. Like, come on, you got him. And I'm like, no, it, Carissa, this is like when you had the opportunity to interview Larry Bird and Michael Jordan at the same time, mm-hmm. and you didn't. I couldn't de- or text or email John right away. I needed a minute. She did. She needed a lot of minutes. Yeah. Um, but Anywho. that's the reaction that you get from a lot of people. Um, when you look back again, I think you said maybe I was reading the wrong Architectural Digest article, <laughs> but I thought it was around. You said like age 25 that you were like, all right, what am I what, what am I going to do next? And you mentioned like you'd always had a love, uh, you know, from your childhood and the pony in the front yard. But when what was that turning point then for you at 25? Because watching this show and as someone who aspires to be what Christina is, it, you can't just go in and understand the workings of a house and the structural engineering and what when you rip up right. that floor, if you find a well, what that's going to mean. You mentioned yeah. your dad was a contractor, but when did this really become like a trade for you? Um, well, it started, first of all, because I lost the job. <laughs> I was no longer with new kids. I was 25, freaking out, not knowing like, what is my next move? Um, you know, just felt really washed up and just, you know, it was, you it, was bad, it was a bad time. So I just, you know, spent a couple months in bed, cried a lot and, you know, kept God. the shade down and was like, what am I going to do with my mm-hmm. life? Drama you're creating. Yeah, it was, it was pretty dramatic. <laughs> the and then, a friend of mine asked me to flip a house and I was like, flip, flip a house. Like I, I thought that we were going to go rob the joint or like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so he asked me to uh come flip a house with him and i started it and and loved it and um you know always had that passion and you know it takes a team of people i yeah. there's a you know you were talking about engineering and yeah. this one right here has been like the best work partner ever because the design she comes up with and we have such similar tastes mm-hmm. that I, I love just letting her run with it mm-hmm. and she not telling me. So when I walk into the properties a lot of the times, <laughs> I'm like the homeowner and I'm just like, wow. So when he walks in is really what I'm waiting for versus the reveal. Like I just wait. I'm like, he's going to cry. He's going to cry. He's going to cry. After you've accessorized it and everything, Christina, yeah. that's when he gets emotional or what? Yeah, because I mean, we, see, you know, obviously we're seeing it when it's empty. Yeah. Like there's obviously, you know, some things are not like TV. There's an entire team that has to like pull that together. And he pops in that day and yeah. it's always like everyone <laughs> stops and they're like, wait for it, wait for it. He just walks around all quiet Aww. and crying. And it's, it, it's makes, it makes my heart, I'm like, I'm done. I don't need the homeowner reveal. Aww. So are the nerves greater the day before the big reveal or the nerves like on stage? Like, how do you compare the nerves? Because again, you're beholden to the homeowners too. You want to make sure that they love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the homeowners thing is way more nerve wracking. We are always at the front door, like peeking out. We're like, what are they going to think? What are they going to think? Yeah. More nerve wracking than being on stage? Yes, because we have the show all planned out. We rehearse it. We do. um, That's fair. You know, we we do dress rehearsals. So we know if it's good or if it's bad, if it needs a tweak where the homeowners, we don't know what they're going to think. They walk out mm-hmm. of a car and you're like, oh, they were not expecting that house to be colored. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you... not that episode yet. It's coming. We promise. Ooh, I saw the one with the, they were at the farmer's market. I'm not going to lie. I upgraded my Hulu subscription so I could try to watch <laughs> all of them. Did. Only two were available. Um, but that's what I was going to ask. Is there anything, and I'm, I'm not trying to rat anybody's house out, but I saw the one where there was a well underneath and, you know, you were showing like the crack um, in some sort of foundation. I'm so ignorant right now talking about this. <laughs> what are we missing? What's the worst? And it may not even be for farmhouse fixer. Is there something that you guys have walked into and been like, oh boy. The foundation one where we had to take the whole connector down, yeah, but didn't think so. Is, yeah. I mean, that's pretty up. Like that's epic. Like, is that the one with the chicken, um, the chicken yes. in the wallpaper? So great. John painted the ceiling deal. Like, <laughs> did you see my face in that one? That was for real. They would not let me in there. And then I watched it on TV. And I'm like, oh, my face was like, mm, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I, just, I love it. Well, John, it seems like you're living your dream. I mean, both of you, I mean, yeah. you're, you're reunited after, you know, years apart. You're able to work on this incredible project together. I may or may not be wearing overalls to, I don't know, show you that I'm like a farmhouse kind of guy. Um, because everybody would want to be a part of your show. Everybody would want to be, you know, a part of your inner circle. So it kind of feels like, John, you're living your dream life where you still get to tour. You still get to be a part of, you know, what is so much the fabric of your life. But in addition to that, you get to do what you've always dreamed of in the other sector, which is the home renovations. Yeah, it's the best. I mean, I have been the luckiest person in the world just to be able to, you know, do two things that I love so much. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's stressful though. Come on. It's stressful, but it's, it's, you know, it's more than a job to me now. So yeah. it's, it's fun. We have so much fun on set. Uh, we have so much fun filming the show. It's just, it's been, we still like every night we call each other after the episode. And we're like, that oh really just happens. We are on HGTV. <laughs> I, I saw my face like went upstairs to bed last night and was left on HGTV. And I'm like, oh God, we were just watching a coat. That was my face. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, used to this stuff. And I did like one season of this old house. So I did a little bit of TV. But yeah. like, this is like weird. So yeah, uh, that's a great point, Christina. So it's like he's used to seeing his face mm -hmm. on TV or T-shirts or on a poster uh, in Aaron's in Aaron's childhood bedroom. But I had like the pillows, too. Did you? You had the whole comforter set? Yeah, it, it's a whole story. Well, tell it. There's no better time than now. Well, I'll just be honest. I ruined a lot of vacations with my family. We have like VHSs where all my dad's like, hey, smile. We're at this great vacation, you know, that my parents saved up for. And I'm like, am I going to get to go to the New Kids on the Block concert or not? <laughs> like I wanted to smack myself. I was so gross. But the whole deal was this is disgusting and I'll just put it out there. I had like these planners warts on my fingers growing up. It was like a weird, gross thing. But my mom was like, if you put the stinging stuff on, we'll get you great new kids tickets. Changed my world. It was the best <laughs> night in my life. Well, for those of you guys listening that haven't seen the show, it's incredible. It's called Farmhouse Fixer. You guys are great. Aaron, sister, before they have to get back to their day jobs, what else you got? This is your chance. Do you guys like football? Do you want to, when we're allowed to have fans, do you want to come to a game and be on the sidelines with me? And like, we could be yes. best friends or something. Do you oh, like, I mean, oh. I know like the new kids love, like, obviously you guys love, I was, I was raised in new England, but, uh, the Celtics, are you Pats fans? What are you guys yes, over there? My mom, if I could bring my mom as a guest, cause she would lose her mind. She's the biggest <laughs> fan oh. on Wait, Christina, that's exactly what I wanted to ask you. Is that the nifty writing of the HGTV when they're like step-by-step step, or didn't I blow your mind? Like, or is that you just being fabulous and so fun and giving us a shout out out there? I'm, I'm, I'm not that smart. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like, could, did you see my face though in the first one? Because you could tell I was like, oh, I, I know. Really, 
in. I gotta get this in. I'm like, I'm not a good actor. It's it did start though organically when we would be working. Um, you know, one of the painters would be painting, and then they would be like step by step. You know, we're getting oh, through it step by step. And yeah, we have this young muralist. Oh, the last episode, she's too young to know. No, we idea. were literally filming, and she's like, I just took it step by step, and we're all like, <laughs> just broke we're lost our minds being like was this a plan i don't know and it, she had no idea what was going on she's like what huh? this is so adorable before we let you guys go i, I want to know jonathan your favorite time from new kids on the block and your favorite time thus far on farmhouse fixer um my favorite time with new kids on the block has been since we reunited in 2008 uh it's just been a dream. It's been relaxing. You know, we were young kids back then. We we got in a lot of fights. We had a lot of disagreements. Cute. We were under a lot of pressure. And now it's just the best thing ever to be around those mm. guys. Like, I We group text each other every day. And, you know, actually today the, the group text was all about the show airing tonight. And they were like, we love this show. Congrats. Aww. You know, just we are so good together. And, uh... You know, this is just this new venture that me and Christina are going on. It's, it's, Love it. I never thought I would be, you know, 52 years old and still going strong with, with the career in, you know, new kids and then taking this whole love of old houses and pretty much starting a new career. And having a 60 year old girl telling you, like, to paint a staircase blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's paint chips like nobody's business. I know. We'll get into a whole story about paint chips. And my husband is at Chris and knows. So, oh, see, when I saw you guys paint that, I was like, oh, God, the vacuum cleaner's going to cause paint chips. <laughs> well, cheers to you uh, for reinvention. I mean, look, if yeah. you're lucky in life to get the you know, the story that you've had and now like the houses that you redo, get to fix them up and keep them living on for the next generation and the next generations. Kudos to both of you and and a renewed relationship for you guys, too. How much fun. Uh, Hopefully another season. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we have anything to say about it, there will be. And again, if you need an intern, I'll bring the overalls. Okay. <laughs> and you're coming to a football game. Should we have them do a calm down award? We have to. Absolutely. So we do a little thing on this show. It's a calm down award. Again, the impetus of the, our, our name for the podcast was because we need to tell ourselves sometimes to bring it down a notch. Um, so I.e. when be, you came on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And maybe Erin should give herself the calm down award for, <laughs> for her fandom for you. But it can go it can go to anyone anything. It can be whatever you want it to be. And we're putting you on the spot here. So if you need a second, take all the time you need. But who be, or what needs to calm down? Oh, boy. Oh, oh, I have an answer for my, I need to calm down. All I'm worried about is the thousand emails deep I am and all the spreadsheets I need to do. Yep. I feel like you probably, <laughs> I like spreadsheets too much. Like, I'm always like, hey, do you want to come over and see where we're at? And I have this hundred page And I just like, so I feel like he needs to tell me to calm down. <laughs> she does. Um, I like organization. <laughs> that's not a bad thing. No. Um. Hmm. Oh, wow. There's like Kevin Hart was saying people are just taking everything too seriously. And he was like, people just need to calm down. Yeah. I mean, I I think the world's a little crazy right now. I think I think the world needs to calm down and mm -hmm. stop taking everything so crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. This is Do you I have a favorite? Wait, hold on. This I'm gonna take a side uh detour here to bring us back. Do you have a favorite song of yours? 
No. I mean, what do you mean? Come on. I don't, I don't. They, they're all so unique. It's, it's just like people ask me, do I have a favorite style house? And I I, I, I love that analogy. I don't. It's just, I, Christina, what's your favorite new kid song? (laughs) On the spot. I, I don't know. Like I have to, I have a small admit that my favorite band of all time is actually Metallica. And it really, like, I know. What a pivot. That's quite the departure from new kids. <laughs> I did that video in my barn the other week and I had Metallica shirt yes. on. And I was, I was waiting for a producer who gives me so much shit about it. To, like, who knew? Still, like all time fan. Like I'll travel to go see. But Whoa. nobody picked up on it except for my friends. I was like, damn it. I wore it for Reese. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is because when in doubt, the world needs to just throw on any new kids on the block song. Dance Fine. around your house like Aaron does and just calm down. Right. I'm going to be listening to tonight. Chris and I are meeting for some social distance drinks and I'm going to be listening to tonight and I'll probably start crying. I'm Uh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Thank you for making all my dreams come true. And thank you for giving me such a fabulous time in my childhood. Like it was so much fun. I loved you guys so much. I am when you are back touring, I am coming. And then you guys come to a Pats game or whatever. We'll figure it out. All right. I see a trade here she's making. <laughs> You're gonna, you can get a season's pass with how much she loves you. <laughs> yeah. You guys, thank you so much. Reminder, again, the show is Farmhouse Fixer. Christina, Jonathan, thank you so, so, so much for your time. And the show's awesome. And you both deserve all the success that follows. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change and certain restrictions may apply. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my <laughs> Well, Aaron, was it everything you wanted and more? He was sweet. Wasn't he sweet? So sweet. And he look, sweet. I, I'm clearly not the same fan that you are. And that right. was nothing against New Kids on the Block. I was an instinct girl. But I am a huge fan of the both of them. They couldn't have been lovelier. And I'm so excited for them that they are, you know, having success in this, you know, incredible show. And for you just to live out your childhood dream. If I told, what was your like, what was the age that like your fandom was at its highest aside from today? Uh, sixth, seventh, eighth. Um, I have a condition where I hold everything in awkward and I then turn into a heat rash. Uh, it turns into a heat rash on my neck, on my chest, on my back. And, uh, for Is that all of you looking now? at our YouTube channel, um, uh, we will show pictures on our IG. Yep. Nice little red. Oh. It looks like a burn. So, um, oh it was God. awesome. So, yes. Fifth, so- fifth, sixth grade. I, uh, you were right. I was very quiet. Um, I was very, very nervous. I was very, his hair was phenomenal. Again, for everybody got to check it out on YouTube, his hair, his skin, he looks great. I was going to say, if you get to, if you could go back and tell sixth, seventh, eighth grade Aaron that you're going to eventually interview Jonathan Knight, what would your reaction be? Um, it would probably be some smart ass comment. And then I would also tell the sixth, seventh, eighth grade self, stop ruining your family's vacation. Your mom (laughs) will make your dreams come true and allow you to go to the concert. Stop being an asshole. Like respect your parents and stop it. But, um, he was great. I, I, there's always, and we run into this with sports, right? And guys that we interview and we want them to be exactly what you know we hope that they are and he was so lovely i i'm i couldn't be happier i love that for you i love that you got so obviously you've interviewed you know an innumerable amount of people that most people just wish they even like saw in a grocery store but you've sat down interviewed them multiple times the tom brady's the drew breezes all these guys i mean even on dancing with the stars all the celebrities Yeah, exactly. All of those guys. So it's kind of interesting to hear you almost become that little kid again, where you like get nervous to interview someone because your profession is to interview people. But um, it just goes to show, you know, stars are just like us, Aaron. (laughs) There you go on the Us Weekly. He looks great. Um, Yeah, I was talking to my girlfriend, Megan, right before we uh, recorded this, and she was living her best life through me and said, call me immediately (laughs) when you are finished. Like, I just, and I felt like a cheese dog, like telling him at the end, cheese dog, cheese do people dog. say that? But I did by just saying like, thank you for my childhood. But it was like so no, nice. Oh, sweet. and then this too, when we were kind of asking for the dirt and he was like, that's the one thing, new kids, we kind of feel like we are just trying to stay respectful and not get mm-hmm. all the, you know, the gossip out there. I mean, I kind of wanted a sliver of it, but, um, and that's a lie. Don't tell me that all just the backstage was just radio winners. No way. No way, Jose. But I love how they kept it very tight-lipped. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of clubhouse rules right there. What's in the locker room stays in the locker room. That's not really what happens anymore. Not all people are like that, though. No, I, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, remember even, like, I mean, I'll go on a tangent about that when, like, Jose Canseco, like, wrote his whole book about juice and, like, started revealing secrets. Like, there's oh, a code. Yeah. So good for him that he mm-hmm. stays true to his code. And what I thought was so sweet is that they still have a text chain. 
um, all this many years later and like talk regularly. And it's just, it's nice. It's nice to see that to your point, what they were in your mind is what they still are. And how bad did I want to say, you know, like if you ever want to add me, but I didn't text him. I only emailed him. I do have the digits. I know. So, I know. You got you to follow through I with your know. promise to take both him and Christina and Christina's mom to a game. I'll take Christina's uncle. I don't care. Like <laughs> as long as I can get John there, it's, you know. Who else would be on your like list, your wish list of people to interview? Who else is on that list? Because where is he slotted in that in that? So Whoa, I have my list, like, right? It's the big poppies, the Larry Birds, the Kevin McHales, who is my first sports crush, um, Casey Jones, RIP, um, Marty St. Louis, one of my favorite hockey players, uh, except for my husband. Uh, John Knight is pretty much up there. I mean, Chris Hemsworth is nothing to sneeze at, so mm-hmm. he's great. But Achoo. yeah, that, I mean, we are slowly but surely making dreams come true. Okay, go females, Julia. I mean, I die. Julia. I, Mario always got to interview Julia oh, Roberts, and I was God. so angry. Be- oh, I know. I would have loved, and she loved Mario, so there was no convincing her otherwise. No, you're screwed. I know. She, I oh, think, oh, Julia. well, like Meryl Streep was mine. And when I sat down and it was in one of those junket situations. So those are always way more awkward than on a red yeah. carpet because you don't have the ambient noise of the red carpet and right. all the people. You walk into that room, you know, you've been on the receiving end of that where you walk in and there's just the publicist and the camera guy and the audio person. And they're quick to be like, two minutes. And you're like, okay, I, I'm just going to take me two minutes to calm fuck down because it's Meryl Streep Meryl and Street. I'm peeing myself. And she couldn't have been lovelier. So I can only imagine how you felt. I'm glad. I'm glad you made it through. Now I we're going to go celebrate with some cocktails because um, this was a big day for you, babe. I know. I got to call my sister. I got to call my girlfriend, Megan. Um, who, so many calls. Who, who's your list? What's your list of people? Oh, well, you know, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, yeah. you alluded to it. Yeah, those are up there. But I, I mean, look, the, the list goes on and on and on, Julia. But today's your day, Aaron. So enough about me. Thank you. It's you and Jonathan sitting in the tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. So... We will let you go make all your phone calls. I will get in the car. No, I will get in an Uber. Yes, smart. Or a Lyft or any rideshare program that wants to advertise on Calm Down Podcast. (laughs) And I will get in an Uber or whatever and come down and see you and we will celebrate with cocktails. For those of you listening or watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us in a big day uh, in Erin Andrews' life, one she will never (laughs) soon forget. But I guess it's a brand new day after all. Every time we hear the curtain call, see the girls with the curls in the hair, the buttons in the pins in the hair. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 